Welcome to the Healing Place Church devotional podcast. Join us Monday through Friday for a new daily devotional each day from the Healing Place Church pastors and staff. We hope this podcast will help you grow in your faith and will be a blessing and a resource to you as you pursue God daily. What's going on, church? So glad you decided to join us today for this daily devotional as we are trekking along in our Jonah series. Man, I love this story. I love the story of Jonah. Uh, There is nobody that I identify with more, and we'll get into that in a little bit. But today we are jumping out of Jonah into Hebrews, but talking about Jonah. So I'm going to be speaking out of a portion of scripture, Hebrews 12, 10 through 13. I'm reading the NLT. Uh, It says, For our earthly fathers disciplined us for a few years, doing the best they knew how. But God's discipline is always good for us so that we might share in his holiness. No discipline is enjoyable while it is happening. It is painful, exclamation point. But afterwards, there will be a peaceful harvest of right living for those who are trained in this way. So take a new grip with your tired hands and strengthen your weak knees. Mark out a straight path for your feet so that those who are weak and lame will not fall but become strong. So if you've been following along the Jonah story, or most of us know it through our childhood Bible books, but Jonah is a picture of God's discipline. Man, God has called Jonah to go preach to the Ninevites, and Jonah ran the other way. And God, as a loving father, decided to bring a little bit of discipline to Jonah's life and to put him back in the right direction. And really, this whole Hebrews picture, this whole Hebrews verse gives us a picture of what God, godly discipline is all about. And when I look at it, there are three different things that I really see about godly discipline. And the first one is perfection. And God says that he uses his image of a parent disciplining their child. And he says that any good parent disciplines their child. And we need to understand that as God's children, we are, as as Christians, we are God's children. But see, the good news is that God is not a reflection of your earthly parent, but he is the perfection of your earthly parent. I know when we start talking about discipline and it can get a little fuzzy, Uh, there's a lot of different people that agree with different things. Maybe you had a bad experience with the way your parents disciplined you. You know, maybe they disciplined you out of anger or frustration, but God is the perfection of discipline. Man, he never disciplines out of us out of frustration or out of anger or out of strife. He only disciplines us out of good, what's best for us. Man, if he disciplines me, it is for my good. That is where we get the verse, he makes all things work together for the good of those who love him and are called according to his purposes. It's because things may not feel good, but they're for our good. Man, if God is ever disciplining you, it is never meant to destroy you, but to build you up. It may be uncomfortable. It may hurt. But see, we have a servant God who loves you so much, he does not mind you going through a short term of pain, whatever that may look like, if it comes out with a long-term gain, if it means eternity is spending with him or your life here on earth walking in the purpose and the calling that he's created for you. It says that in the end, there will be a a peaceful harvest of rightful living. Man, that just sounds so good. All right, so God is the perfection of discipline. He disciplines us the perfect way. The second part about this discipline is this discipline is used to create a reflection. 
See, verse 11 tells us that it'll lead to this peaceful harvest of right living. See, when God disciplines us, it's always because he's trying to do something new inside of us. He's trying to bring about a new reflection of himself, a new reflection of Jesus from within inside of us. He just wants us to look, because as a Christian, our goal should become to become more and more like Christ. That is what we're called to do. You know, I think there's no better way to think about this than a refiner's fire. You know, if you talk about a goldsmith or somebody who purifies gold, and you ask them about the process, I heard a story of a goldsmith talking, and they asked him about the process of purifying gold. We all know gold is something that is valuable, but when they pull it from the ground, it's very dirty. A lot of times there's a lot of toxins and contaminants in it that contaminate the value of what this is. And basically what a goldsmith does is he brings fire to that gold. He heats it up and he begins to heat it up to a place where it's, where it's malleable, where it's movable and shapeable and formable. And it says as the heat rises, all the contaminants, all the impurities rise to the top and they're able to scoop those things away. A lot of times God discipline is just like that. Man, he puts a little heat on our lives. Man, he adds a little fire, puts a little fire underneath us, and it causes impurities to rise to the top so that he can move these things away so we can become a better reflection of Christ. You know, I heard a goldsmith say, they asked him, how do you know when the gold is finally pure? And he says, whenever I can look at it and I can see my own reflection in it. And see, that is exactly what God is trying to do in us. Man, he's trying to discipline us and purify us to where he looks down at us and he sees a reflection of his own heart, of his own character, of his own holiness, his own integrity. Man, God's discipline is all about, he's the perfection of discipline. He's creating a reflection from our discipline. And the third is, man, he uses discipline to bring us direction, perfection, reflection and direction. Say that three times fast. But God is all about bringing us direction. Man, his discipline in our lives is not to destroy us, but to direct us. And man, this hits home with me because this is my story. I told you I identified with Jonah, and I think I've shared some of this in some devotionals before, maybe on a Sunday. But man, when I was in fifth grade, I was at Healing Place Church at a summer camp, and God told me at that moment that I was called to serve him the rest of my life. Man, he called me, he gave me a vision of me preaching the gospel, and he gave me a vision of these great things, imparted something into my heart, man. This is not just a whisper in my head, but this is something that he deposited into my heart. And for my own reasons, my own insecurities, whatever it may have been, I ran for a long time till I found myself in the jail when I was about 18 years old. And then there again, he said, look, Chris, you're going to live your life for me or you're going to live the rest of your life in this jail bed. So I remember getting out of jail And I went back running my own direction, just like Jonah, running from the things that God has called me to. And man, I became a professional runner. Well, I say that, but honestly, I wasn't because I ended up getting arrested another 25 to 30 times. It seemed like I could not get away with anything. Remember telling my mom so many times, I'm not doing anything different than all my friends, mom. I just keep getting caught. And she would say, Chris, it's because God has more for you. It's because I pray every night for you that you would get arrested because at least I know in jail that you're alive. And every time I'd end up in another jail cell, I'd hear that voice of God again reminding me, Chris, I have more for you. I created you for more. You were made for more. You were called for more. And eventually, man, God brought me to a place 
where I was able to do exactly what he says in this verse. I was able to take a new grip with my hand and mark out a straight path for my feet. Man, I am so thankful that we serve a God who loves us too much to leave us the same who loves us too much to let us continue to wander down things that do not bring about a harvest of peaceful living. He loves you too much to allow you to continue in that relationship that's going to bring about heartache and unholiness and impurity. He loves you too much to let you continue in those habits that are only causing more anxiety for you. Those spending habits maybe that are only causing more depression and financial anxiety for you. He loves you too much to let you do those things. So he brings about discipline in our lives to help direct us to what is right. And I'm just so grateful for it. I think about my little boy, Elijah, that we adopted two years ago. If it had not been for God's great discipline, I would never know this son who now owns my heart. If it not have not been for God's discipline, I would not have my amazing wife. Man, that means the world to me. That is just a reflection of a godly woman. And we're able to, man, redeem so much of our own lives and having an awesome marriage. I would not get to spend so much time with you. Think about all the guys that are in men's ministry here at Healing Place that I've had an opportunity to impact or who have impacted my life. I just think about all the goodness of God that I'm surrounded with. And it's only because of God's loving discipline. It's only because he loved me too much to let me continue my own path because he knows he has had so much more for me. So I just want to challenge you guys today. You know, what areas of your life are you maybe seeing storms or pain or frustration with that may be God's direction? It may be his discipline in your life. It may be him trying to remove something out of your life. You may, maybe you think it's the enemy on you, but really it's God trying to do something inside of you. What are those things? I just want to pray just as the goldsmith does, that, man, God will illuminate those things to you, that he will show you those impurities. He will show you those things that he's trying to remove from your life. Because I can encourage you, church, man, what God has for you, his call on your life, what he's created you for, man, there is nothing else that this world could ever give that will satisfy your soul in that way. Man, life on earth is good with God. Man, his presence is too good for you to miss. His peace is too good for you to miss out on. So let me pray for you this morning. Father God, we just thank you, Lord, for your love, that your love changes everything. Lord, just like Jonah, that your love chases us down. Your love pursues us. Lord, your love doesn't mind us sitting in a jail cell for a little while. Doesn't mind us sitting a couple days of frustration or anxiety or even a little bit of pain or a broken arm or whatever it may be, if it means that we get to spend eternity with you, we get to spend eternity in peace, or we get to experience your goodness, even this life here on the the life of the living, as David says, we get to experience your goodness here. If it means we just go through a little discipline, Lord, so we just come to you with our arms wide open today. Father, you said we say discipline us, or we know that it's for our good, We know it's not to destroy us or to take anything from us, but to build us up. So I pray that you speak to your people that are watching today. Lord, you speak to your children. Show us what you're trying to do. Lord, let us get a glimpse of a heavenly perspective, Lord, of where we're at and what you want to do in us. And Lord, we just say, have your way. We're so thankful for you, Lord, that you are the the perfection of our earthly parents, Lord. Lord, you do not love us the way that a man does, Lord, but you do not speak to us the way that a man does, But you don't know how to lie. You are perfect. Lord, your ways are good. Your ways are right, Father. You even, the way you parent heals all the wounds of the parents we may have had here on earth that maybe had shortcomings or did not do things the right way. 
So Lord, we just love you today. We thank you for your goodness. We ask it all in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you for listening. Take a moment to subscribe so you don't miss any of the daily devotionals and be sure to share with your friends. For more information about HPC, visit healingplacechurch.org.